Speaking of floating on air, mm-hmm. my first buy is Mascots Trucking Kids. What? Bull enough alert. My last sale is Chuppa Chup Rappers. <laughs> You're looking vibrant, relaxed, youthful. Thank you. Yes, I, I, um, I don't feel any of those things. But <laughs> Neither do I. I don't look at... Where, 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 where... Oh, God. We've gone full nuffy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. We're back. We are worldwide. We are. We are. We are very worldwide. We got. Uh, you know, just personally, we have got Chris in Christchurch. I've got a Chris in Calgary. Avid listeners. All, all the great. They man. love it. It's worldwide, mate. It is. And it doesn't matter what we're talking. If we're talking lawn bowls, hopscotch, AFL, yeah, it doesn't matter. Everyone's into it. Um, this is obviously episode two mm-hmm. for the brand new season. We took a, a long hiatus, which the people weren't happy about, if we're being honest. No, and and look, I understand that, you know, when you... We've both when got families. Yeah, but I understand when you've tasted something so great, it's, it's hard not mm. to, you know, get thirsty. Well, I mean, that's why we did have a three-month hiatus. Exactly. I like beer. And I have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, back off. Back off, people. But no, it's, it's great... Um, and I'm very excited about this episode. Yes, episode two. This is a little bit different to the first episode we've dropped. Um, AFL preview show. Um, and a very, very big special guest, which you teed up in Sarah Ollie from AFL.com.au. Yep, she's a star. Yep. And um, it's, it's great to have her on. Yep, so we will throw to her a little bit later on in the episode. But first... Um, I mean, obviously, introduce, introduce yourselves. I'm Chris Bowen. Mm. You are Tim Bahaja. I am, um, and have been for quite a while. Yeah, you have a lot longer than me, um, as you are quite older than me. But <laughs> footy, footy's back. Intra clubs. It's you know that the, mm. the birds chirping, the liniment, the liniment in the grass. <laughs> you can the deep heat, it, the deep heat. Footy's the, back. Um, I, I think it's going to be a super close. Um, throw a blanket. Over potentially fourteen teams to mm. get in the final eight, so yeah, it's going to be uh, super competitive, and every game means something. Yeah, and we sort of I touched on this in our conversation with with Sarah Ollie, and it does feel like there's like five to seven teams you can actually throw a top four blanket yep. if a top four blanket existed or a top four duvet um, existed, you could yep. throw them over and you can make arguments for them. It'd and be cashmere, wouldn't it? It would be. Uh, oh no, bamboo. Sorry, bamboo cotton. Okay, bamboo. It's bamboo cotton. Yeah, that, that's the. I think that's the. That's the yuppie. <laughs> that's the yuppie stuff I've got. Okay, very good. So, but yeah, honestly, it will be a close season. I think we're obviously going to get into a bunch of the you know predictions, all that sort of, all that sort of, all the sexy awards. But mm. last year when we did it, when we did this, we didn't actually go through each individual team, and because we have such a large Listener base, yeah, exactly. You know, we had people from, you know, we had uh, we had you know Rick from Glenelg, a diehard mm. Crows supporter, who was like, "Well, why aren't you talking about the Crows?" Yeah, um, you know, Tommy from Turidan, you know, saying while there's negativity about St Kilda, that's actually exactly. that's actually a real person from Sen. Just <laughs> 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 yeah, stolen there, stolen there. Gruntled listeners. Might have to beep that one out. <laughs> um, so we'll go through each team. Yeah, quick um, fire, rapid fire. Yep. Why? Why not? 
mm. and then put it all and in a pretty little bow. Yeah. Put a little pretty, pretty little bow on it. So we will go to the – we will jump into that now. Uh, and we'll start with the City of Churches for Rick from Glenelg will be happy. Yep. The Crows. Can they win? Yes, no. No. Um, they're, for me, one of the few sides that I – can lock in missing the top eight. Mm-hmm. And I reckon they're in irrelevant – they're just irrelevant purgatory at the moment. Like they, yeah, they're, they're, in this, a, they're in a nothing zone. Yeah, and yep. it's a real bad spot to be in because it, it, it deprives you of hope as a supporter. But massive year for Knicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, Walker Sloan might be their last seasons. Um, it's just – I just can't see them. This, they're just not going to be competitive with the other bigger – more powerful clubs who have better lists and whatnot. So, eek. Yeah, and that that's where I sort of see it. You've got the guys like uh, Yerushali, Berry, Saligo, Fogarty. These guys are all, like, young. Yep. They're still, you know, one to two years probably from hitting their stride. But I don't know if that stride is like... No, they just... It doesn't feel like that's a... This is our next premiership team kind correct. of a yeah. core, if that They're, makes sense. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel like... They've got a very to me their list builds very St Kilda ish in terms of it's built to That's harsh. It's probably built to be competitive, but it's not built to win a flag. Mm. Um I just can't see it. So no, I think they they comfortably miss out on the eight. Yeah, I've got them in the eleven to fourteen. Because I do think they're yeah. still Yeah, they're not they're not gonna finish bottom. Yeah, there's still enough there's still enough yeah, um yeah. juice in that lemon. Yeah. They're, so yeah, eleven to fourteen, probably yeah, eleven's yep. probably Probably be a successful season. If I they think. Get there. I, I think so with their list. Yeah. Uh, but there you go, Rick. Um, Brisbane. Yeah, I really like Brisbane. I really like the way they recruited Dunkley in the midfield with um, Neil Ashcroft in there. He's got a protection, like big body Dunkley's got to protect Ashcroft. Yep. Ashcroft's going to you know, do what he does. Um, Gunston, uh, as I sort of mentioned with Ollie a bit later, you know he's just a different look to well, probably one of the most underrated. Yeah, he's, free agency he's adds. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so I think that forward line is is going to be unbelievable. Their midfield unbelievable. The knock is the back line, but I think if they can, you know, if you're winning clearances and you're locking the ball in your forward mm. fifty, you can rely on a good team defense to get yeah. you through. So I think they're definitely top four for me. Yeah, no, same here. They're definitely they definitely can win it. Um, I've got them in the one to four spot. Yeah. Um, the defense, I feel the exact same, but they're gonna their midfield so elite, their forward line so elite. They're gonna bludgeon most teams yeah. where it's like it kind of it's kind of a band aid. Um, where do you sit in, on Harris Andrews? Because I, I've heard a lot of different sides to this debate. Well, he's all he's all Australian. He has mm-hmm. been all Australian. He didn't have an all Australian year last year, though. No, I think he needs to be all Australian again. Yeah, for them to win the premiership, which I think he can be. I think he's. I think he's a very good footballer and deservedly an all Australian. Yeah. When I when I watched him a little bit last year, I felt like he was too punch heavy. If that makes sense. Okay, like, so more defensive minded needed to be a little yeah, bit. Yeah. When you when you think of when you think of these. Game changing backmen, right? Yep. What what aspect of their game are you thinking of? Intercept marking. Intercept marking is like where the game winning one on ones. Yeah, you know, yep. Yuma Govins, Alir Alir. Yep. These your, guys, your Darcy Moores, your yep. Weederings. They, these guys genuinely, genuinely alter games. They yep. take games away from teams. Yeah, 
Um, so I would love to see that part. And I don't, even, I don't even know if that's a big part of his game, but it just felt like to me that he was almost shutting that off. Going, yeah, and that might have been just a direction he was told. To, you know, it might be a heard it here first. Chris Fagan allegedly told him not to intercept Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, oh, look if he if he has a great year, if he has an All Australian year, Brisbane are going to be super hard to beat for the for the flag. Yep. No. Well said, Carlton. This is going to be a hard one for you to answer. Uh, no, I'm I'm two eyes. Um, <laughs> and both eyes are one's black, one's white. Yeah, and <laughs> both of them. <laughs> Both eyes are worn out from watching that last round 23 <laughs> game last year. Um, I will remember you. They've got one of the best lists in the comp for me. Mm. They, if they miss out on the eight again, I mean, they have to make it. Yeah. Um, if they don't, like, blow up Royal Park. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's over. You should probably blow it up anyway. It's, it's yeah, a, I just can't, I can't see them missing. Um, you know, Zach Williams out hurts clearly because... You know, yeah. he's, a, he's an elite player, but they've got so much depth and their spine's so good. And you've got two Coleman medalists and a Brownlow medalist running around. And Sam Walsh. Sam Walsh. We've, you know, just yeah. how do they not make it? I, I, I don't know how they don't make the eight. I mean, there is, uh, I mean, 100%. I mean, Heath in Lowell Plenty right now is listen to this in his car and he's punching the shit out of his steering wheel. Listen to this going, I know how we missed the eight. It's like <laughs> I've fucking witnessed it every year. Is Sam Walsh not, if Sam Walsh has a uh, uninterrupted preseason, full run at it, full bill of health, he's your pick for the Brown though. Yeah, absolutely. And he was last year, but yeah, or he would have been, but he's, he's had an interrupted one again. That, that, that's yeah, what I mean. He just can't it's get just... it right. Yeah. He's good enough to make up for not doing a preseason, but imagine if he had one. Yeah. That, that's what I mean. So yeah, exactly, I, I've got them. Where do I have them? Five to eight, and that's yeah. The, I've got. A, I'd say four to eight for me. I yeah. reckon they can make the top four. I think they hundred percent can make the top four. It's also one of those things like mm. it's in their DNA to do yep. this. Yep. So, so we, we would, shall see. I would be devastated. I'd be utterly devastated if they had a really good year again and somehow managed to not make the finals. I would be really upset if that I, look, Honestly, though, putting my neutral hat on, when Carlton are great up... for the AFL. It's oh, unbelievable. unbelievable. unbelievable their, the their supporter base is unbelievable. And when they're up and going, that waking, you know, the sleeping giant awakens and, good God, they make noise and they are super passionate. And they are just... Starved of mm. success, so <laughs> they hungry, so hungry. <laughs> so, um, do you feel the same way about Essendon? I know we're jumping ahead in uh, terms of their fan base. Like, do you yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I, I actually think Carlton are probably a bit, a bit more passionate. Yeah, um, both but, but hard hungry. to say because both fans have have not seen a. Final. <laughs> both fans are malnourished. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, uh, we'll get on to them. Um, Collingwood. Um, I'm bullish. Last year I wasn't. Last year I thought mm. we'd finish bottom four. This year I think we are a genuine chance of finishing top four. And it's not because I get everyone saying we had so many close wins, fluky, fluky, you can't do that again. But I just think natural improvement will mean that we'll win. Because a lot of those games we should have won mm-hmm. by more, yeah. but we just for some reason just got in our heads that um, a close game is a good game. So... Mm-hmm. You know, with the addition of Tom Mitchell in the midfield, I'm, I, I think he's going to smash the clearances. McStay's that extra big body. 
I uh, really like Hill. I just yep. think I just think recruiting plus natural progression, second year under fly, learning the game plan. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite bullish on us. I think again, I'd be like Carlton. I think four to eight for Collingwood. I've actually gone in the opposite direction, mm-hmm. right? And this is my honest opinion. Yeah, that's fine. That's that's what we're here for. I don't think you can win. I don't think you can win the flag. Okay, because that's the way I've answered the question, right? So yeah, yeah, true. I've got teams here. Well, I've got so I've got Collingwood in um, six to nine. Okay, fair. So, do I think you're going to make the finals? There's a f- big chance. More more likely than yep. not. Yep. I don't think you can make the top four. Mm-hmm. I'm an I'm an analytic guy. I'm a, I'm a numbers guy. That's what you do. And I saw this happen with Port Adelaide a few years ago. Yep. Right, we had this we had this exact thing. Not not to the extent where Collingwood, we didn't do as many. But we had all these close games, which we just yeah. found a way to win. Yeah. And that put us in the top four. And then, obviously, we got smashed in the prelim. Thanks for going into that memory bank again, Chris. boy. <laughs> uh, and then we've seen, we saw what happened when those games don't go your way. So I think you're going to win enough yeah, games. Yeah, I mean, the difference between Collingwood didn't get smashed in any final. In fact, they were yeah. super competitive. But, yeah. no, I understand. I, I, As I said, I totally understand the point of view of... Too many close games, yes. you know the because um, you only need three of those. Yeah, to, to go the other way. Go the other yeah, way. Exactly. And no, a hundred percent. So I, again, it's yeah. If if you said we missed the eight um, by a game or two, I wouldn't be surprised. But good luck. I'm I hope bullish. you I hope you go yeah. all the way. Yep. No, thank you. I, don't, I know you don't mean that. Uh, speaking about teams that I want to go all the way, Essendon. Yeah, I mean, last year I tipped them top four. I don't know why. <laughs> That's right. I, was, I had a real mare with them. We're real good at this. Um, we are great. No, I like Brad Scott will add a bit, but um, yeah, but like from the jump, like that that's going to take time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that he'll add a bit, but not not this year. I think they. I, he's got. I've got them as one of the five teams that can't make finals. Yeah, uh, I also have said that they can't win the flag, and my reason why is because you need to win a final in order to win a premiership. <laughs> So David done since two thousand four, I think. Uh, if David Hill grew a beard, the beard would have been touching the ground. Mm, so something like that. It's a big beard. Yeah, it's a yeah. Because he he played ruck for those who aren't aware of Essendon fans yeah. who forget. So they haven't won a final in a long time. So yeah, they won't win one this year either. No, I'd have him like that nine to fourteen. I'd uh, ten to thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Um. Because I think I think they've got an easy draw. Yeah. They they. Yeah, they do. And they'll bet up on like a St Kilda, Hawthorne, uh, North Melbourne, yeah. those those sort of areas. Yeah, yeah. They, they are competitive, but yeah, I just, again, getting the game plan under Scott will take some time, I think. Yep, agreed. Fremantle. I've actually got Frio slipping out of the eight. I have them slipping out of the four. Mm, I just think they, they, they did sacrifice a fair bit of depth to get big boy Jackson. Mm. Um, and it, or an injury or two could really hurt them. I, I actually, yeah. and I just, um, I love, as much as I love Brayshaw, and I'm sure he'll be next captain if he hasn't already been announced, um, and he'll be a just, you know, an absolute superstar of the comp. But, yeah, my, my gut just tells me they'll be the team that, you know, two or three teams have to drop out of the eight. I think they're going to be one of them. Agreed. I know... I know when we did the trade period show mm-hmm. last year, we, we sort of, I think we both said that Rory Lobb to Western Bulldogs is kind of a, like, yeah, what? That's nothing to do with him as a player. Like, he had a 
Yeah, he's a, yeah. He's a fine yeah. player. Yeah, had, had a great year. Forty yeah. odd goals. Jai yeah. Amos is a is another is a young forward who has a lot of potential. High pick. Yep. Showed a, and showed a little bit, but had like some injuries. Yep. I think he he will be better than Roy Lobb, but next year I don't so think much, yeah. I don't. So there's. That's 45, 50 goals. Yeah, you, know, you take away, replace. yeah, and then you take away the two boys who went to Tabernas, not. Um, and then you've got, you know, like Acres off the wing. Like they just, they just sacrificed a fair bit of depth to get. Yeah. And so I just, for me, I just think they'll bounce back clearly, mm-hmm. but I just think next year, oh, yeah. sorry, this year is the year that they'll fall away a bit. Yeah. I have them four to seven, but I have said that they can win the flag despite what I said about Collingwood, mm-hmm. just because of the fact that their midfield is good enough and I think their back six as a group is one of the most underrated. And when, But this is a... Uh, the depth is the is the big, big issue. Yeah, same, yeah. Because, like, the Logue, Tucker, Akers... Akers had a really good year. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're, not, they're not names where you're like, oh, shit, he killed us today, but... You no, know, but the depth. But the, yeah. you, you need that. Like yeah. it just. You're only as good depth as game you're only now. as good as your you know your sort of eighteen to twenty two player mm. really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think yeah that's that's my gut feel on them. Yep. Uh, Geelong. This might be the quickest one. Yeah. Top four. Too many games at home. Um, you know, recruited well. Selwood's a loss, but mm. they'll cover him easy. Yeah, they won a premiership like five months ago. So yeah, I've got them one to four. Same. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're humming Gold Coast. Yeah, if not now, when for them, for mm-hmm. me? Like, it's like, come on, Ben King's back. Yeah. Took Miller, could be Brownlow medalist um, in waiting. You know, Noah Anderson, Rao, my boy, Rao, come on, Rao. Let's get some tricks to B- you. I feel like you know? a big, big year for him. Yeah, I, I feel like too. I think he was really disappointing last year. Yeah, I feel like he's been worked out. Yeah, one paced and, and needs, yeah. needs some tricks. Needs some, um, yeah. But they've and got it's good enough, good enough to get him. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you, you can't question his work ethic. So yeah. they've just got so much talent. But of all the years to be like, this is a year um, that's going to be so hard to make the eight, and they're going to have to really earn it. But mm. uh, I, I can't see him making the eight. Yeah, I, I don't have them winning. I don't think they can win the flag. Yeah. But I have them um, at eight to eleven. Yeah, I'd like, have them. Yeah, I'd have them like seven to. Yeah, seven to eleven. Yeah, yeah, and I mean the pure reason losing Rankin hurts because he had a yeah. great year. Yeah. Um, but they've got some they've got some very good, very good young players. Yeah. King coming back is going to be massive. Yeah. Um, Wit Wits might be one of the most underrated players in the AFL. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Claim we're letting go for a bag of chips and yeah, um, not and like not a good, not a good. Like a Coles or Bilo Franklin's home brand. Yeah, yeah, chips. yeah. They, yeah, they weren't Smiths. Um, yeah. So he's just, yeah, you're right. Oh, he's captain. Or mm. sorry, was captain or co-captain. But um, one of them. He's he's definitely in the leadership group. Yeah, <laughs> but no, he's a great. He's a, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, uh, he's a no. He's a very good player. So yeah, I think. Oh look, they've got they've got all the tools there. It's just whether they can actually get it done. Yep. Yeah. Uh, GWS. I can't see him making. Finals again, a bit, a bit of the Brad Scott with Kingsley in terms of just first year. They lost a lot of fucking depth again. Yeah. Taranto and Hopper, and um, I love that Cameron. Uh, sorry, I love that um, Green is now the standalone Agreed. captain. Yeah. That's great. He's a Toby Green, like he's top five player in the comp. Mm. Freak show, um, genuine. 
I think um, Cornelio will have a bounce back year. I think the weight of captaincy off his shoulders is injury free. I think a good year last year, didn't he? He's okay. Yeah, he's okay. I don't think he was not at his not at his best. He's, he's yeah. So um, yeah, having said all that, I think a bit like Freo for me, it's like sort of seven to twelve, that kind of space. Okay, I, I can't yeah. I can't see him making the finals. Though. I'm a bit. I'm a, probably going to come across as a little bit harder on them, which okay. is which is going to come across weird because I Adam Kingsley is my he's your boy. He's my you know personal friend. Yeah, um, which he yeah. would disagree yeah. with. But yeah. oh, we're going to um, get him on the pod next week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, for me, they're, what they did in the trade period, I think, was truly indicative of, of I guess, where they probably see themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, like like Gold Coast had to pay all of these all these guys yeah. X amount of money. Just to stay. Yeah. Just to stay. Um, what's, the, what's the saying? That, you know, the, the, the crows have come home to roost or whatever. Yep. Um, and they've had obviously had to ship out Taranto, Hopper, these guys who are on big money who yeah. you would not get rid of. No, of course not. Um, Ordinarily, you'd do everything you could to keep them. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're in. They're getting into that rebuilding phase. Yeah, um, it's it's a hard one because they can't afford to rebuild in that market, but they are. Um, yeah. what, what did you say? What was your range again? I literally, I literally, my reason I said rebuilding phase. Yeah, um, and I had I genuinely had it fourteen to seventeen. Yeah, okay. I reckon, I, yeah, I said seven, but no, don't say that. I'm going to say yeah, t- 10, yeah. 10 down. Yeah. I don't think, I think, yeah, yeah, 17, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Mm. But as we, you said, how competitive it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, Someone's going to have to eat a shit sandwich. Yeah, and I think the fact that they didn't play a practice game also kind of indicative mm. where they're like, we're completely stripping everything back and we're trying yeah. to drill in this message. Yeah. Um, and we need an extra, we need all the time we can get. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Not saying anything wrong with that approach. I actually kind of like it. Yeah, I do too. Because I think these practice games are a wank fest. It's, well, it depends what you want out of them. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you're right. If, if you're hell-bent on just getting the game plan right mm. and not being worrying about opposition, then don't yeah. know why, why play a game. What, yeah, why bother? You're yeah. just literally risking injury um, and spending some of the... Club's flight budget. Mm. Um, Hawthorne. Yeah, bottom four. Rebuilding. Um, rebuilding, everyone yeah. knows it. Moving um, on. Yeah, moving on. Yeah. Uh, Melbourne. Yeah, massive on Melbourne. Top four for me. I think mm-hmm. they're going to have a bit of a chip on their shoulder, both as a club, uh, but also you know players within there like Grundy. Yeah. Um, you know, that midfield, oof, it's scary. Um yeah, for me, the the knock on them is still their forward line. Mm. You know, if Ben Brown goes down or McDonald goes down, they're just lacking yeah. that structure. Um, so that's my only thing with them. But I, I think they'll be very hard to beat. I I have them finishing on top, mm-hmm. and I have two through six being super tight. Yeah, like I, I think Melbourne will. I think Melbourne will be one. Yeah, be sort of one. Game clear and like a per- a good percentage clear, sort of for the whole season. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd for me they're a lockety lock for top four. Yep, agreed. Um, and Grundy gone at full strength. Mm. That's well, I don't know if we're going to get gone full strength anymore. I think that's mm. a big reason why they went so yeah. hard on Grundy. But I think gone pinch hitting. Like Grundy loves that. Yeah, playing as much ruck time mm. as he can. So if it's even at seventy thirty. 
you know, you're pinch hitting with one of the best rockmen in the comps. It's stupid. Stupid. Yeah, absolutely stupid. Speaking of stupid, North Melbourne. Uh, last. Yeah. Or uh, Hawthorne. No, they're finishing last. Okay. Um, I I obviously said no, they can't win the premiership. And the reason why is you, no members. So, so yeah, I think that's probably about the amount of time we need to spend on North Melbourne, um, Port Adelaide. Yeah, give me something. Oh well, I mean, they've got a super list. Thank you. Again, this for me, this feels like it's now or never a little bit. Like you know, Bokey can't keep doing what he's been doing. Um, Charlie Dixon, you know, when, when's he finish up? What's going on with him? I don't know. I just you've recruited well, obviously with the Horn, but. Um, yeah, you're, for me, you're one of those teams like a Carlton or Collingwood really could go either way, top eight, just out of the eight. Yeah. I have said, yes, we can win the premiership. Mm, of course. And the reason why is because I need it for my mental health. Well, it's, let's not just rely on that for your mental health then. Yeah. So, it's, um, it's, finishing spot four to seven. Yeah, I would. Uh, no, I don't think I'd finish top four. I'd, I'd say five to ten. Fair enough. That's a nice, nice big wide gap to land in. It is. Uh, Richmond. Oh, yeah, fuck. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to be good. Um, I think last, again, it's a bit of that sort of last roll of the dice for your Cochin and Rewalt. You know, they've brought in some troops. Lynch, Lynch, it was amazing to see. Some a mercenaries. F- yes. <laughs> it was amazing to see. Seeing Lynch fit made you realise how unfit he'd like how injured he'd been yeah. prior to last season, I reckon. Yeah. He's a he's a gun. He's a man mountain. If he's foot fit, throw in Dusty, throw in Taranto, throw mm. in Hopper. Um, Bolton's a freak. Um yeah. you know, they've just got a lot of talent. Again, their list their depth's good. Mm-hmm. I think they're a lock for top eight. Where they finish in there could be for me it could be one for me it's it's probably you know, four to eight. Yeah. But I think they're in there. Uh, I went, no, they can't win because I need it for my mental health. Mm-hmm. And the finishing spot is ninth. <laughs> so that's where we are on Richmond. And, no, and none of that was personal. None of that is, nothing is personal. Speaking of personal, St Kilda. Um, yeah, Ross the Boss, welcome back. Um <laughs> Welcome back. Here's your troops. Well, yeah, here's your. As I said, they're like for me. The Someone list, say shit sandwich. They're, yeah, their list. Um, this is why I'm I'm quite genuinely surprised that Ross Lyon took this job on because I think their list is nowhere. It's very one pace. I've, I've said this last year as well. I just they need to blow. I'm surprised they didn't blow it up more in the mm-hmm. off season, like Trader Billings or. Hunter Clark, like North Melbourne went hard as yeah, for Hunter Clark. Like just and do just that kind of stuff them, yeah. because I think I think they're a little bit delusional as to where their list is at potentially, but uh, they're not making the top eight. No. Um, and with Max King, pro- arguably they're probably their top three player having a shocking preseason and injured or whatever it is. Yeah. Good luck. No. Yeah. No, I've said no. Um, Ross Lyon, great football coach. I agree. Um, I really like Ross. And the nostalgia with... You know, yeah. him bringing back all the legends, yeah, that's nice. But, I mean, if if Rome wasn't built in a day, then it might take them a decade to rebuild St Kilda. So, 
Yeah, and, and you no, know, it's, it's nearly been a century since they've won a flag. It's, that uh, feels like a long time. Yeah. I don't know how their supporters put up with it. Uh, Sydney. Yeah, so this is, this for me is a really interesting one because the history, just going on history of teams that get their pants pulled down in a grand final is not good. Do you have any comparisons to use? Um, funny you ask. I would say like in 2007. Oh, un- unmentionables. <laughs> unmentionables. Uh, 2018. With the, uh, like, sorry, not 2018. Uh, 2019 Giants getting smashed by Richmond. Um, it's just the pattern is there. Mm. But the outlier, I suppose, is that um, Sydney have got a very good list, very talented list, very young if anything, they overachieved. I think Sydney's list is better than Port Adelaide in 2007 yeah. and better than GWS in 2019. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, potentially. I do worry, yeah, I just... Fall, forward is a bit... Yeah, buddies probably should have hung on. Yeah. Um, again, McDonald... Hasn't hasn't come on like they thought they would. Very very talented. Very talented, and I think he I think he just needs Buddy to go to get that. I I agree. So I was very surprised. He it hasn't out. helped. Yeah. Um. On a, they, they could make the top four. Mm. They could make. They could finish twelfth, and I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, zero chance they finish twelfth. Well, I would put my non-existent home loan on that they wouldn't. As I said, just the pattern of teams. Yeah. Who had their pull, pants pulled down. We'll, we'll see. If they finish 12th, I'll pull my pants down. Please don't. Yeah. Uh, so please win, Sydney. <laughs> uh, West Coast. Yeah, this is my this is my smoky team to make the eight. Yeah, they got Jai Cully and you're like, fuck it, that's it, the rebuild's over. Yeah, it's uh, it, for me, they just absolutely cracked the shits with COVID. Uh, their, yeah. their little Cottesloe bubble it was popped and they didn't like it. They, they, it sounds they, nice, to be honest. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful place. <laughs> um, you know, the hub, they hated the hub. And then, obviously, last year, the West cop COVID later than the East Coast. And yeah, it affected. try not to make a Western Australia behind everything. Um, exactly. So, look, I think they've got too much talent on the list. Um, I think they're, they were, uh, admittedly, now they're saying they were unfit last year. I think they're much fitter. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Elliot Yo. He's back. Yo. Yo. Um, yeah, they're my smoky. I, mm. I, I mean, I don't think they're definitely going to make the eight, but if you said, who's your smoky team to make the eight, that's them. Yeah. I do feel like they, they these like the Yo, Shuey, all, all, all of these guys, they were too good. They were too good to have a drop off like that and then to not be some kind of bounce back. Yeah. Like there was no way that they were. Oh, very, very obvious fitness absolutely yeah, was sh- fucking was shot. ruined them. Yeah. So there's still a little bit in the tank there. The only reason why I could, and I, must, I don't actually don't agree with you, I don't think they can win, I don't think they'll make the finals. No, I don't think they can win the flag. Um, but the only reason why I think that they might not necessarily be in a complete, full, blow-it-up, rebuild mindset, Adam Simpson's still coaching. Exactly. I feel like he... Probably he would have gone to North or whoever. Hundred percent. Oh, yeah. There's heaps of offers out there yeah. for him. Yeah, um, um, but he's, he hung. He, he stayed hung the course. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. For me, yeah, I think you know, Collingwood went second, bottom to fourth. I think West Coast. It's not out of the rounds for them to to be sniffing at the eight. Mm. Good luck to them. Uh, and last, we have the Western Bulldogs. Yeah, they're a bit like the Bible. The Bulldogs are very hard to read. 
Um, I would say, again, they'll be put they, they, again. I feel like they're in that Port Adelaide, Carlton, Collingwood yeah. situation where they're just they're going to be in an absolute war to finish in the top eight. Yeah, and there's going to be some teams who are going to come into the the eight and they're going to be battered. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think they've got again a lot of talent. Um. Hopefully Bevo's a bit more cheerier this year. Like he had he had shit on the liver from the start of the year last year. Just, yeah. You know, he was combative, not just to the media, yeah. Yeah, but even just yeah, he was just Yeah, did he just felt like he was a bit, a bit angry. Yeah, yeah, a bit grumpy. So I like to see Bevo when he's happy. Mm. Um so. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're a weird one for me. I think they I've gone yes, they can win the flag. Mm. But I've I've also got them in five to eight. Yeah. Yeah. Um nothing would surprise me with them. Like, no. Genuinely, nothing would surprise me. There's enough elite players there. Um, they were just like they they were just too bursty. Like they, you know, like that final against Frio, they get on a forty point lead and then and then they just let it go. And you're like, yeah, what, what's just happened? Yeah, here? Well, like, how, how has this happened? Yeah, so they've got the talent to be super competitive with the best teams, but I'm yeah. just I'm worried about the keys. Like, there's too many tall there's too many tall chefs in the. Well, I think kitchen. I think Bruce is sort of like fighting it with a Keith um, in the back line. I think I think you got Darcy, <laughs> Darcy, um, Eugen Hagen, Eugle Hagen, yeah, Eugle, <laughs> Bugle. Um, I think their forward line's going to be good, and their midfield's good. Yeah, yeah I, no, I, I, I would love to see Norton play play centre half back. Yeah, that would mean and Sam Darcy up forward. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it might happen. I think, uh, it sounds yeah. like Bruce has been training back line, so yeah. I'd say we'll probably see him back. Which, yeah. to be to be fair to Josh Bruce, I I like Josh Bruce, but I think that's the only spot for him. Yeah, he yeah. came back. He came back last year, and he was he was no, he wasn't the same. Unfortunately, he had a good, wasn't yeah, the same. His knees, his yeah. knees when you're a big boy like that, yeah, they do hurt. Yeah, he did say looked like a bible. You know, the roadside motel lost. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. So that, they can definitely win it, but yeah, um, yeah. They, they a, also could finish like twelfth, thirteenth. Yeah, they're a real yeah hard to read. Yeah, I feel like Bevo's. You know, last year I said Chris Fagan is one of those coaches where I could see them moving on from. I, yeah. Chris, I could see them. Well, they just re-signed him. Oh well, yeah. Oh, not just as in the, they did it during the off season. I'm pretty sure they. Had yeah, a, okay. Had a couple Finger of on the pulse, as per usual. Well, yeah. I'd, Take well, when teams like that who are struggling for coin do that, it's very hard for them to make those decisions without. St. Kilda says hello. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, look, if they have a bad start and they start losing, that I'm sure they'll probably will pull the trigger. But yeah. Yep. That was a good little summary. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. I was, as I said, it's super close. Jesus, like, yes. Yeah. We're going to be made to look like geniuses or idiots. Um, I know which one we're going to be And made. probably, yeah, I yeah. agree, genius. Yeah, but, so we're going to look stupid, yeah. but um, probably a really good time for us to send it send it over to someone who is absolutely not stupid. Going to lift us. Lift us. Uh, and we will send it over to our chat with afl.com.au's Sarah Ollie. All right, well, 2023 promises to be one of the most exciting AFL seasons we've seen in a long time off the back of a super exciting 2022. And joining us to talk through it 
is afl.com is it afl.com or she can tell us dot au uh, don't forget the dot uh, au dot au's i would say her i would say the biggest star it's sarah ollie <laughs> g'day ollie Hello, Budge. Hello, Chris. A special hello to you, Budge, because you are an old friend, so more Indeed. than happy to jump on. Uh, thank you. We do appreciate your time. And uh, I want to cut a deal with you straight up. I okay. won't mention the grand final if you don't mention the prelim final. Um, well, I'd like to say you've got yourself a deal, but we might have to mention both of them at some point in this uh, podcast. We'll really <laughs> we'll relive we some uh, yeah, not some so trauma. great memories. Yeah, really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um thanks for coming on we want to yeah as i said it's a, it's a preview for the afl season um so we'll hook right into it um in your mind leading into the season what's the biggest story what are we looking at for what's what's caught your attention well one of the big stories is off the field and it's who's going to replace gill this has been you know a longer farewell tour than John Farnham could lay claim to. And I think the longer it's gone on, the more it's almost made Gil seem like he's irreplaceable. He does have a very wide skill set. He's so charismatic and has done so much for the game. And he is going to leave come gather round. So that is round five when everyone will descend on the city of church as being Adelaide and play every match there. That is something that still hasn't been resolved. And yeah. even if you think under him, Brad Scott hasn't been replaced either. So there's some pretty big vacancies to fill when it comes to AFL House. Of course, something that's also still waiting to drop is the Hawthorne Racism Probe. I'm not sure when that's meant to drop. Kind of surprised it hasn't yet, what the consequences will be there when it comes to Hawthorne, whether there'll be any personal kind of ramification for two of the the protagonist, for lack of a better term there, when it comes to Alistair Clarkson and Chris Fagan, who are still coaching, there's plenty to play out there. Um, Tasmania, massive as well. Yeah, exactly. But I'm really looking forward to Gather Round. This is something that has kind of been stolen, I guess, off the NRL. They've got their yeah, magic look, round. I mean, they stole State of Origin, so we're still in Gather Round. Yeah, stuff them. Yeah, stuff them. <laughs> uh, but I think that will be fun. And I think, you know, the AFL season is long, but I don't mind adding that extra round. Will you guys be getting over there? I won't be. I would like to, but for work reasons, I can't. Yeah, and I look, I love competitive footy and we're playing St Kilda, so I think that I'll just skip it and just watch the just watch the <laughs> W at home. <laughs> I do. Oh, poor St Kilda. Yeah, we, this is a this is not a very strong St Kilda supporting podcast, unfortunately. So, <laughs> the three St Kilda members who, if they do tune into this, they don't usually enjoy what we say. But just going back to Gil, uh, the longer this goes on, the more likely we are going to get some real outlandish names like. The, in the NFL, the, the Cleveland Browns had Condoleezza Rice as a head coaching, um, you know, applicant at one point, and you know she's gone from politics to the NFL. <laughs> who, who who could you see as a real left field, like Peter Garrett, maybe? Um, <laughs> just just someone that sort of we're not thinking who might come into AFL House and, um, you know, jump on AFL Daily with you one day. Well, there was some talk the other day with Tony Cochran stepping down from the Gold Coast Suns that he could be a potential person to replace Skill, and he would certainly bring a flamboyant style yeah, of leading the AFL. 
yeah. I don't think it's going to be him. I'm actually not really sure there are any left field candidates, if I'm being completely honest with you. And it feels like it's probably going to be an internal appointment the more this drags on. And Andrew Dillon is the name that that keeps coming up. Who would you like to see in the role, do you reckon? Well, Andrew Dillon's a left-hander and I'm a left-hander. So um, <laughs> we actually did a thing on I, I was Fox in 20... Um, I think it must be in 2013. It was like left-handed round. It was like a fake <laughs> sure. AFL round, and we celebrating left-handers and left-footers. And for some <laughs> reason, um, the boss at the time knew that Andrew Dillon was a left-hander, so we made up a um, left is he got the left is right scholarship, and that's how he got into <laughs> AFL house. He's actually quite a character. So even though he doesn't have like he's he's a, I suppose a bit of a monotone quiet sort of dude he is quite a character behind closed doors I'd, I'd imagine so um I, and I feel like he'd be a popular pick he's been there for yonkers yeah i think he'd be a very popular pick yeah i'd like tom harley i think tom harley would be oh. a very good very good pick every time he talks i just find myself just feeling like safe and enjoying <laughs> what he says just nestled yeah just well just, everything he says just seems to be good I reckon he is the nicest CEO in Clubland. And I say this because I was meant to have a phone call, like a Zoom conversation with Tom Harley. It was probably about a year ago. I was up in Sydney for the week and I couldn't arrange a face-to-face interview, but he'd set some time aside for a Zoom interview like, like we're doing right now. And I was out and about and my phone died and I just completely buggered up the timings and essentially forgot that I had this Zoom interview with Tom (laughs) Harley, the Swan CEO. And I get back home and I put the phone on the charger. My phone is lighting up like a Christmas tree. I'm getting all these messages and all these missed calls from the Swans media team being like, you've essentially stood up our CEO. You stood I up a premiership like, player. And you're a Swans I fan did. as well. I did. I'm a Swans fan. So I was mortified. And <laughs> when I got on to him finally, he just laughed and he said, don't worry, these things happen. And he was such a good sport about it. So you're right. I get what you mean by it. He's like, I feel like cuddly around him, don't mm. you? And I feel like every yeah. time he's interviewed, he's just, he's impressive because I don't ever find him being very defensive. I think he just kind of says yeah. what he says, how it is. He seems to um, me to be to be the guy who's got the like a charisma on par yes. almost with Gil. You know yes. what I mean? Like if it's a charisma thing that's stopping the internal appointments at the moment, he's definitely one who can match Gil in that sort of area. I reckon. So not a bad Smooth shout. Operator. Yeah, yeah, good shout, like Chris. Well, yeah. Chris, you would do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> now let's move into teams. So each year there's always a surprise team a team that will completely fall from where they were and rise. Um, I was right with the rise. I said Fremantle was going to be that team. So stick taps to me because it was the only thing I got right. Um, <laughs> first off, who is the team for you that is just going to explode this year that not no one sees coming, but that, you know, just not people didn't expect to see them do this well. Well, as you say, it's usually two teams fall out and two teams rise up. Occasionally it's been three lately, um, just with the evenness of the competition. I think your team, Chris, and I'm saying that because I can see the power on that top of yours, I think they're going to have a good season and, and bounce back into the eight. I mean, if you take away the first six rounds of last year, they had a pretty good season still. So That's what I've I been think, saying. 
Yeah, and I think their percentage was still pretty strong. Percentage seems to be an indicator of teams that perhaps will will rise or fall. And that's why I'm interested to see your side, Budge, and to see mm. what happens with them. Because as we know, their percentage, it didn't really reflect a percentage of a preliminary final team, but your we team still a, found a, a way to it, win. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so true. Interested- yeah, Collingwood had so many... Um, Collingwood had so many close finishes, which obviously affected the percentage. So could go either way, Collingwood season. I agree. Um, and and just on a team that I reckon could do anything, and that's bomb or win the flag, it's Richmond. I'm I'm struggling to get my head around this side. They've gone all chips in and getting Tim Taranto and Jacob Hopper from the Giants. I live with a Richmond fan, my partner, and um. He was like when he, when they got the two Giants boys, are they any good? And I'm like, yeah. Like a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't get how yeah. good these players can mm, be because yeah, they're a bit off Broadway. Call. The Giants, so yeah. especially Taranto. Who knows? He's a genuine yes, superstar. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Well, I was going to say especially yeah. Hopper because I mean his knees hurt him, but he yeah. is a bloody gun in the yeah. middle as well. So yeah. And then who knows what Dustin Martin's going to do? He he barely played last year, so who knows if. He comes back in and can have some kind of season as well. A lot of it all depends on Tom Lynch. I feel like if he gets injured, Richmond are in a little bit of trouble. Um, but they're a side that I've got a massive watch on. I'm just not really sure what's going to to happen with them. Yeah, good call. I hope it's a bomb, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be okay with it being a bomb. So let's pray for that one. <laughs> and did you who who are your teams? Um, I actually think West Coast are gonna make the eight. I, no, uh, I don't yeah. think they want. Do they even want to make the eight? No, I think they are. Uh, I think they had, um, they just struggled with COVID so bad. Like mm. they were just, they just had absolute meltdowns for both COVID years. They were unfit last year. They still got a lot mm. of stars. Like Tim Kelly had a stinking year. They they all had shocking years. Yo's back. He's fit. I reckon. Um, I don't want to give away my surprise all Australian, but I think Oscar Allen will have a really good. Season with Josh yeah. Kennedy there, someone's yep. going to stand up. I don't know. It's just a gut feel. It's not based on anything other than that. Well, they're yeah. coming off their worst season of all time, yeah. so it can't get worse. For no, West exactly. Coast. exactly. <laughs> what about you, Chris? Uh, oh, I don't even know if it was. It def- definitely doesn't come with the same conviction as I had Fremantle last year, but I think Gold Coast makes the finals more mm. so because I really, I actually spoke, talk about being safe and when someone talks, I love Stuart Jew with maybe too much of my heart. And I feel like he needs success or he might be finding himself on seek.com.au. So I think this is the year they make it. Um, like lost ranking, but they've got enough young kids. Uh, ben King's come back. Noah Anderson's a superstar um, who, who mm. took a massive leap last year. It just, it has to happen eventually, right? You'd think so. You'd think so. <laughs> you hope so. <laughs> the, the problem is for them, it's, be good. So, yeah, it's so competitive though, right? Like it's going to be so it hard is. to get the eight. I mean, even Carlton last season, they had 12 wins. Ordinarily, that gets you into the finals. And, of course, we know what happened in that it's very round funny. 23 what match. Can you, was... can you, yeah, we can go through that if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had... What twelve wins, the <laughs> Coleman medalist and the Brownlow medalist, and they missed out on the finals. I mean, it's it's a shame. You hate to see it. Yeah, they had a few 
There's sort of a few things go wrong at the wrong time of the season, but uh, they have to play finals this year. That It's not even a question for me. Like They are playing finals. There, there is no other way. They are playing finals, and yeah. really they should be aiming for a top four finish, the Blues. Yeah. 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 Well, their list is great. I agree. Yeah. It, they were the only team to ever to be in the eight for the entire season except for the mm-hmm. last round. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy stat, yeah. which I – just yeah, had yeah. to repeat. Again, you hate to see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving to maybe individual awards, we'll start with the Coleman medal. Is there um this is always a bit hard to, to predict as well. Who who do you who are you leaning towards? Well, I referenced him earlier, and if he stays fit, I think Tom Lynch is going to be hard to beat. I think he averaged the most goals. Last year, he just he just missed a few too many games and it meant that he missed all Australian selection and I'm not sure where he finished in the Coleman, but he was, he was still up there. And, of course, he, he won a best in Ferris last year, so he had a great season for Richmond. Yeah. He just wasn't out there enough. I think if he's out there and if Richmond are going to bat deep into September, then he will be kicking bags of goals. But as you say, it's hard to look past the blue boys as well, isn't it? I mean, if Charlie doesn't get you, Harry will, and I think they're both coming off really positive pre-seasons and I can't really remember the last time both of them were coming off positive pre-seasons so they're going to be formidable up forward for the Blues. Do you guys have any ones that perhaps aren't so obvious? I mean Jeremy Cameron, Tom Hawkins, they're pretty hard to overlook as well. Well I mean when we did this last year I said Bailey Fritch so Full disclosure, I work in the gambling industry, so I like people with a bit of value. And Bailey Fritch mm-hmm. had a little bit of value last year. I think yep. he came third or fourth. He's, you know, he's a significant price to win it again this year. So, I mean, he's he's a guy who's kicked, I think, 55, 59 goals mm-hmm. the last two years. Melbourne mm-hmm. definitely weren't where they were you know, in that premiership year. They've reloaded, and I think that they're the, they're the ones to beat. So, I mean, you, you could see him kick. His like floor is like two goals. Anyone who can just kick two goals effortlessly and not really have much of an two impact game, on the yeah, game, yeah. it's hard to look away. So I'm I'm sticking to the man with Lego hair. Yeah, I mean, I said Max <laughs> King last year. I think he's he's injured and it's interrupted yeah. preseasons don't go well for blokes built like him either. Mm. Maybe Ben King will have a if we think Gold Coast will go well. I don't know. He's missed a lot of footy as well. Um, yeah, it's a hard one. Uh, it's hard to look, look past the big boys that you've mentioned, I reckon. It is, and it's kind of fun when the big boys are up and firing, I reckon. Yeah, I feel like perhaps for a time there it was all about, you know, the mosquito fleets and everything, but it's nothing better when a big forward kind of takes the game by the scruff of the neck, yeah, so I'm all for it. kicks a bag, and it's, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's really good. It is really good. As someone who used to be that in Division Three reserves for 22 <laughs> games, minus <laughs> the bags, but, um, yeah, I know what you mean. There's nothing better when you – the chest puffed out like Jonathan Brown, even though I hate Brisbane, um, you know, more than most teams seeing Jonathan Brown at the start of a game was with dead set. Like you get shivers down your spine because he just looked like he was ready to die or kill someone. And, Oh, just, yeah. Big key forwards. So much better than small forwards. Small forwards are trash. (laughs) (laughs) Diamond doesn't. Diamond doesn't. Uh, Let's jump into the rising star. Now, last year's rising star was, honestly, you could have um, given him the medal before he laced up a game. Nick Dacos was the favourite and won 
pretty comprehensively. Is, is there someone, is this, is this going to happen again with Ashcroft or mm. is Brisbane's midfield too stacked for him to, to really do that? Yeah. Intriguing to see how Ashcroft goes this year. He's been compared more to um, Sam Walsh. That's, that's the kind of prototype he is. And I think you definitely debut. Yeah, I know. Not bad. I think you definitely <laughs> come in in round one and I've, I would have thought that he would be favourite. You might know a bit more than me he when is, it comes yeah, to that. It's the though, same, Chris, same areas, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I really like Lucas Sam Darcy. We saw him at the end of last year for the Western Bulldogs. Just do some special things. Mm. I don't know where he's going mm. to play. And and this is one of the interesting talking points at the Western Bulldogs is traditionally under Luke Beveridge they've had a plethora of mids. And now it's kind of the opposite. They've got talls just coming yeah, out of do. their backsides at, at either end. And it's going to be interesting to see how they use a Sam Darcy because he's shown that he can play at either end. There's also a kid that's just gone to North Melbourne called Harry Sheasel, who's just mm. this preseason. He's done a few special little things. So looks, looks pretty I good. I don't mind having, yeah, maybe have a bit of a throw at the stumps at, at a Harry Sheasel. But um, this is a race too. that perhaps might be a little bit more wide open than last year because I mean, how good was it watching Dacos last year, Budge? Like, you guys are so lucky I know. to have not yeah, one but two of them. And he kicked a goal from 60 in the intra-club and I, I only watched it 25 times before I <laughs> I just had to I had to get the phone taken away from me. <laughs> You're a sicko. Special, special talent. Um, which what do you maybe, guys think? Maybe that's a good segue to our Bramo prediction. Um, well, I, I was going to say, I had a very obscure rising star, which oh, I yes. wanted to get the opinions on. I've gone uh, Finn Callahan, a very high oh. pick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the Giants. Yeah, had some had some injury concerns. But, you know, we talked about Taranto and Hopper going. That leaves a, an absolute uh, hole, very, very big hole to fill. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, true. Um, they're clearly in a rebuild, new coach. And um, I was listening to Jason, Jason McCartney is the football boss there. Correct. Yeah. Said that they were very keen to get him re-signed as some of the uh, lesser clubs like North Melbourne are probably circling. So I think he, he was a fifth pick. I think like you don't get picked number five unless you're, you're pretty good. So that's a, that's a throw at the stumps there, which I think. At the risk of setting you off for the next 50 minutes, is Horn Francis eligible again? No, he's not, but he will feature in one of these segments. Don't okay. worry. Yeah. <laughs> Ramlow and Coleman. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, we'll go to the so Brownlow, or did you want to do surprise all Australian before Brownlow? Okay, let's do surprise all Australian. Yeah. I just got excited by the Dacos segue. But um, yeah, Sarah, who do you think surprise all Australian? Who's on your mind? Well, there's a player on my mind. I'm not sure if it's so much of a surprise, but you tell me. Chad Warner, I think he's he's a he's a walk up starter at this point in time for mine when it comes to the All Australian team. He was yeah. in the squad, I believe, last year. He's yeah. one of two Swans that actually showed up for the grand final, and he held his head really high alongside Robbie Fox. Um, and he just came second in the Swans best and fairest behind Callum Mills. He's only played thirty nine games, Chad Warner. Yeah. He's which a guy I love. Chad I find, him. yeah. So, you know. We hear that quite often it takes around 50 games for a player to kind of feel comfortable within the AFL ecosystem. 
he's going to hit 50 games this year and I just think he's going to explode and go to another level. So for me, it's Chad Warner. I'm also hearing some really good things about Kaziah Pickett and the summer he's had at Melbourne. Right. So maybe you could just pencil him in too. Yeah. No, I love that. I love both of those. Um, I, I think Chad Warner's already there to, to, yeah. be, to be completely honest. I, I think he's already at the, he has everything. Yeah, yeah he'll be in, I reckon he'll be in Brownlow contention mm. yeah. this year. I reckon he's, a, yeah, he's uh so flashy out of the packs and, mm. yeah, and as you say, he was, you know, one of the only ones that showed up on the big stage. So the big stage doesn't worry him. So, yeah, I reckon, yeah, good pick. Surprise All-Australian for you? Well, I sort of mentioned it before. I reckon Oscar Allen. I just reckon that mm. if the Eagles are going to make the eight, they're going to have someone to kick goals with Darlene. I think it's going to be him. I just think. Now that Kennedy's gone, he's going to have to step up, and I think he will. It's, it's, yeah, again, it's just a absolute gut feel. I might be completely wrong. Yeah, um, my one is probably not going to come as a super surprise, and it shouldn't be a surprise because when you're the number one pick, you know you're obviously a very good footballer. This player is in a really good environment now, and not in a basket case environment. Jason Horn Francis has an <laughs> explosion, and wow. uh, will be a startup in the All Australian team. This year, Kane Corns is going to look like a genius. He'll be attacked on Twitter every day for the rest of his life. I'm convinced, but Horn Francis just socks up. It's a it's a vibe. It's <laughs> he's lock lock him in, pencil him in with Cosy Pickett, Oscar Allen, um, and Chad Warner. That's we've got almost half the team done. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah Jason Horn Francis. That's going to be interesting when um yeah, that's a massive the ruse meet. Yeah. Power. Uh, mm-hmm. it's a, mm-hmm. Yeah. Where is it's only are they only playing once? Uh yeah, I think so. Yeah. And it's at Port Adelaide. Yeah. Okay. So it's a shame. Mm. Yeah. Now, <laughs> Brownlow. The Chaz. The the all important one. Yeah, I've got a few names here and look, they're not really going to shock you. I mean, it's a midfielders award, isn't it? Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. As it should be. It's a midfielder's award. So it's going to be a midfielder from probably one of the better teams. I mean, you seem to be big on Melbourne, Chris. So I'm also pretty big on Melbourne this year. I think Clayton Oliver is a regular poll getter. So is Christian Petrarca. That can be one thing that works against them is that they might pick votes off each other, but they'll be thereabouts. If the Suns are to have a better year and indeed make the finals. Truk Miller is going to poll really well again. The one I would like to see though, and it's from the West is Andy Brayshaw. I love him. I just, he's good. I had a lot of reasons for him to do that last year. Yeah. Yeah. And of course he's coming off the um, MVP where he was voted by his peers last year as, as the best player in the league. Um, He just does everything right. He just Mm, does everything right. And now we know that, Nat Fife is going to be spending more time or almost, I think, permanently is going to be in the forward line this season. It's Andy Brayshaw's midfield now. Mm, it's yeah. go time. Yeah. Uh, great call. I love that. Yours? Um, I'm going to put my Nuffy hat on. Ooh. And I'm going to say... I'm gonna, no, Don't you dare. No, I'm Don't gonna say, you dare I'm gonna say, say what Tom, I think you're going I'm to say. Tom Mitchell. Oh. Because okay. Collingwood got smashed in clearances last year. It was our biggest Achilles heel. Mm. He's been recruited specifically to stop that. And when he plays midfield, he's just a possession pig. Like he'll get 30 to 40 <laughs> every game. And I just don't see many Collingwood players 
maybe Dacos, but not many Coma players taking votes off him. So if he plays the role I think he's going to play, I just think just through sheer lack of people not taking votes off him, I think he's going to be right up there. Yeah, that's a good one. Mine, okay. we actually just mentioned him. Mine's actually Chad Warner. I have a full, wow. I have a lot of love in my heart for AFL footballers, but Chad Warner is one of them. Chad Warner and Errol, mainly because of his name, oh, Errol. I love Errol. <laughs> yeah, I, I love, I, I full love the Swan. I'm a full Swans nuffy. I think everything about the Swans is great. The grand final devastated me, but I, I genuinely think Chad Warner is there. He he's a superstar. Gets enough of the ball. He's flashy enough. Stood up in the stood up in the grand final with um, about it's about him and blades of grass are the only things that stood up for Sydney. But <laughs> kicks goals. He's got that blonde peroxided hair. Yeah, he's flashy. Yeah. He's Bursting it. I love players who burst out of stoppages like that are so eye catching. Yeah. So, yeah, he's Chris yeah. Judd. Yeah. But with a prettier face. <laughs> and also, you're forgetting the hair. Yeah. Oh, the, the hair stands out. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> if you, you, I, we could speak to 400 umpires and they'd all say, no, nah, has nothing to do with it. Then they'd behind closed doors, they'd say, shit, they're onto us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, I think, I think he's right there. I think Sydney's going to win more than enough games. Um, Callum Mills, obviously that that's the Petrarca Oliver. Callum yes. Mills is not another superstar who will take who will take some votes off him. But yeah, I think at um, where he's sitting in the market, um, yeah, outside of him, Tuke Miller. If if the Suns make the finals, like I'm projecting, um, I, I just can't see how he doesn't. He's not there. Yeah, like he he has to he has to be there. Yeah. Nice. He's also looking ripped, Took. I saw a photo yeah. of him up at one of the Gold Coast training camps and he had abs on abs on abs. So he's yeah, certainly yeah. in good condition. <laughs> Which is really, for guys like Tim and myself, just really, just, oh, it's hard to look at. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a reality check every day. It's a reality yeah. check. Um, <laughs> uh, and finally, premiership. Uh, I think, like, honestly, this is, as I sort of alluded to at the start, this season, is so tight. Mm. Who, there's a number of teams who could win it. Um, who have you got, Ollie? I mean, I'm still finding it hard to go past Geelong, but it's so hard to go back to back. This team's probably capable of doing it, though. Mm. I'd like to see Brisbane do it. I know, Chris, you just said you hate Brisbane, but um, <laughs> I feel like they're certainly in the window. They've yeah. certainly gone out and recruited wisely when it comes to yeah. Josh Dunkley, who just adds a bit more grunt in that midfield. Who knows what Will Ashcroft will do in his first season. Jack Gunston, I think, is a really good yeah, acquisition for them. Very, very good yeah. signing. Really, really good. Um, the only issue I have with the Lions is maybe they're looking a little bit impotent down back. Um, we know yeah. Marcus Adams, he's on the inactive list with all those ongoing concussion issues, which are awful. So they yep. might just be one big body short, but yeah, I, as you said, you could put a blanket over some of these sides. Couldn't yeah. you like even yeah. Carlton, could they do it? Mm. Could your side do it, budge? Could my side in Sydney do it? I mean, yeah. could Port Adelaide do it? There are no, so many sides. History which, would say no. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no there are so many sides that could do it. No, we can. You guys have any gut feel? You said like Richmond, Richmond could do it. Mel, I think Melbourne. Yeah. I think Melbourne are going to bounce back big time. I my picks actually is, is Brisbane. I was going to say Brisbane as well, just because, mm. um, 
they got over a few hurdles last year. They won a final, which they hadn't yeah. done. They won a final at the MCG. Mm-hmm. The MCG which is, that would matter. Um, and and I just felt they were, you know, I, I don't know, their balance was odd when they had Mick Stay, Danaher, and Hipwood in the forward line. And now that mm-hmm. Gunston replaces Mick Stay, it's just a different look. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you add Charlie in there. It's a, and as you said, like, their midfield and forward line are unbelievable. And they're just going to back themselves to, you know, um, team defense to cover those big boys they've lost. So, yeah, Brisbane for me. Mm. There genuinely could be five to seven teams that you could go, yep, I could see them making the top four. Like yeah. you can make mm. arguments for them and it's hard to go, oh, they're not going to make the top four. Yeah. But it's just Melbourne for me. Like Simon Goodwin seems like such a smart operator. He's obviously seen last year and that how they were kind of in like, I guess like second gear and they never really sort of fired. They've reloaded, um, you know, some of the guys they got Lockie Hunter, lot very good footballer. Um, yeah. I, I think it's just, they've got that next man up kind of depth. So, you know, with like teams like a St Kilda or a Gold Coast, when Jack Steele goes out, you know, yeah. I'm coming into play or, you know, you know, <laughs> Billy, Billy Stevens, who's the runner on the weekend. So yeah. Melbourne just have that depth where they can cover. Oh, yeah. That. And look, Grundy's going to, He's got, you know, chew on his shoulder. Yeah. He's you got him. Like that that opening bounce midfield for Melbourne. Yeah. Grundy, Petrarca, mm. Oliver, Viney. That's giving me nightmares. Jesus I Christ. Good luck getting the clearance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Melbourne for me. And I wonder as well if there's a bit of a the fire in the belly because they just stuffed up last year. They yeah. peaked yeah. at the wrong time. Yep. Um, of course, they had the straight sets exit. It might be a bit of a learning curve for them, like 2018 was for a Richmond. Mm-hmm. Um, so they might come back with a little bit of a point to prove, I agree. They could be quite formidable. Yeah. yeah. And, and when you win, like what was it? How many games did they win in a row? The 11 before they got knocked off by Frio? Oh, Maybe just, 10? Yeah, or something like that. I, I, I don't I care how. I think it was how, 15 from last year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't care how level-headed you are. You cannot win that many weeks in a row mm. and and not get – not get that thought in your head at one point going, shit, maybe we are really, 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 really good. Like you do need to have, you do yeah. need to have a loss. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, they had the loss, but then they never came back from it. Like yeah. they just, they just fell in a hole, didn't they? As mm. Sarah said, so. The th- yeah. The thing is like, you have someone like Cozzy Pickett who can pinch hit in the midfield. Like, I, I was screaming for Port Adelaide to get Cos- go after Cosy Pickett after we got rejected by about 15 different players. Screaming for them. Like <laughs> it he just seems like he just seems like someone who is just dying for that midfield exposure. And he could genuinely be like all Australian. Because he's so he's so good. He also kicked six goals and four kicks against us in Darwin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he's certainly going to pinch it a little bit more through the midfield mm. this season, kind of like I guess a Tom Papley has done for the Swans in the past. And I think Cody Waitman's going to be doing something similar at the Bulldogs. So everyone's just tinkering with that midfield setup, just trying yeah. to get that little bit extra out of every player. But yeah, I agree. I think Cozzy's going to be exciting this year. Mm-hmm. I hope for your sake, Tom Papley's exciting because when Tom Papley is firing, uh, there isn't a single person in the world who's not happy because when that man kicks a goal, it is he's yeah. honestly faster than Peter Bowl the way he runs. So <laughs> it is it's great to see. He certainly loves the celebration. I kind of thought though that if you didn't go for the Swans, you didn't love him so much. 
Oh, I don't know. Even I, I like him. I, I, he's so infectious. Yeah, I just, I think he's a gun footballer. Mm. You know, he is. Yeah, yeah, and he just, you, you can see when people like, you know, people get a, a bit upset by his antics or whatever. But he's just a gun footballer mm. primarily. So, I'm happy to overlook all the other shit. Oh <laughs> <Fair> enough. <laughs> uh, well, um, thank you so much for that, Sarah. That was awesome. We, um. Oh, I definitely learnt more. Oh, it's great, great to get a, a a legitimate, intelligent opinion on this oh, stuff. So, oh, <laughs> so, so yeah, no, I learnt a lot, and um, it was good to see, good to get some projections or predictions that will actually hold some weight. Absolutely. Now, um, is there what what have you got going on, please? So you've got the AFL Daily. What else? What what's happening uh, coming up this season? Yeah, so doing 40 Feet Every Day, which is our little bulletin that we do on afl.com.au and the mm-hmm. AFL Live app. Yep, AFL Daily. I think Nat Edwards and I are going to be starting a new, like, girls kind of footy podcast, as yep. in girls, as in the two of us will be doing it together and maybe having it a bit more as a, a lifestyle footy podcast oh, nice. as well. Um yeah, a few more things as well that are in the works. Stay tuned. Just disclose right now. So exactly, stay tuned, Budge. And yeah, of course. God, it's February 20. So hopefully these things are in the works do come to fruition because <laughs> TikTok, we are running out of time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, for, thanks so much. Um, all the best for the season. And um, hopefully we'll catch up with, for a beer soon. Would love that. Thanks, guys. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you so much to Sarah for coming on. Yeah, she love Sarah. Us, She's a ripper. Made us look silly, for being honest. Yeah, uh, well, that's generally not hard to do, but she uh, <laughs> did it very easy. Yeah, no, very good insight. Um, See, so that's that's really it for the uh, for our AFL season. Yeah, preview. that's 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 some just high quality AFL info no, right between just, the eyes. Yeah, yeah. A couple yeah. of laughs, a couple of gags. Couple at, of at St Kilda's expense. Yeah, couple of um, ten second forward, ten second forward, ten second oh, forward. Oh, gee whiz! Couple, yeah. Listening to it on Spotify, you know, <laughs> the, the, the two point five speed. Um, <laughs> me talking it's about chipmunks. Every- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, it was good. It was good. That's good. Um, so yeah, that uh, that's it for this episode. Um, Go yeah. Pies. Go Pies. Go Port. Um, anything else to add? No, I can't wait. Just frothing. Footy. Mm, how good is it? Me, I like football. <laughs> Speaking of floating on air, mm-hmm. my first buy is Mascots Trucking Kids. What? Bull enough alert. My last sale is Chupa Chup Rappers. <laughs> You're looking vibrant, relaxed, youthful. Thank you. Yes, I, I, um, I don't feel any of those things. But <laughs> neither do I. I don't look. Where, 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 where? Oh God, we've gone full nuffy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>